Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, May 4th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. That includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. Now let's see what's what in the city. New York will be the first state in the nation to ban the use of fossil fuels and natural gas in new construction projects through legislation. The law was approved this week as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's new state budget deal. Starting in 2025, small buildings must be constructed using electric energy. By 2028, the ban will apply to every building under construction. Existing buildings won't be affected by this new law, so no need to worry about your gas stoves or heating appliances. This weekend, New Yorkers can show even more love to their local street vendors. The annual NYC Street Vendor Scavenger Hunt is returning this Saturday. Residents can sign up to complete fun activities around the city to support vendors. Registered teams can test their street food trivia skills, sample new foods, and participate in more challenges that will send them across the five boroughs. The citywide scavenger hunt will kick off with an opening ceremony in Sunset Park this Saturday at noon. The event will run through the end of May. Today, we are joined by WFUV's Emma Murphy, who's here to tell us about what's new at the Natural History Museum. So, Emma, I hear they're opening a new section called the Richard Gilder Center. What can we expect to see? A lot of live bugs. Right when you walk in the door, there's an ant farm with 500,000 ants and 17 other insect species. And upstairs, you can see 1,000 moths and butterflies in a vivarium. So think like an aquarium, but for really small land animals. The whole experience is really made to feel like you're in nature. I really don't like bugs, but this sounds cool for any bug lovers out there. It seems like a really huge expansion. Yeah, it's really big. They first announced the project in 2014, and they've spent over $400 million on it. The museum's added lots of additions like this over the years, but the new wing is almost 200,000 square feet. Sounds like I'm going to have to check it out. Thanks, Emma. Christina Aguilera is coming to New York City for Pride Month in June. The five-time Grammy winner is headlining Stonewall Day at Hudson Yards on June 23rd. Aguilera will then perform at the Brooklyn Army Terminal on June 25th for the Pride Island Festival and fundraiser. She'll share the stage with DJ Lena Bradford, singer Mila Jam, and more. Earlier this year, Aguilera was recognized as an advocate for change for the queer community at the GLAAD Media Awards. And for some fun entertainment history, on this day in 1959, the National Recording Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences distributed the first ever Grammy Awards. Both Ella Fitzgerald and Frank Sinatra would take home Grammys for Album of the Year. And today is May 4th, so for all our Star Wars fans out there, may the 4th be with you. The coronation of Charles III is this Saturday, May 6th, in the United Kingdom. Our international correspondent, Liam Dalborn, was on the ground outside Buckingham Palace this week, talking to people about the historic event. Joining me now is Liam Dalborn of WFUV News. Liam, could you tell us where you are right now? Hi, Jay. Right now, I'm reporting from London for the King Charles III's coronation ceremony. Could you describe the atmosphere at Buckingham Palace right now? There's a lot of excitement here. Preparations for King Charles III's coronation are already underway at Buckingham Palace in London. The iconic red, white, and blue patterned flags are everywhere. The flags are flying along the mall in preparation for the King's procession from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey. Road closures have already begun, grandstands are set up near Buckingham Palace, and fences are being put up along many streets. So how are local businesses preparing for the coronation of King Charles III in London? 
The local stores and pubs are all decked out with flags, pennants, and of course, souvenirs. Stores are selling merchandise, many with the king's face. I spoke with one sales clerk at M&S who says that these items have been selling quickly. Pubs are expected to see a huge crowd. One pub employee told me that it will be a good day for business with many people watching the festivities on the TVs. And Liam, has there been any negative feedback about the coronation? Jay, I haven't heard much negative feedback from the people about the coronation. Only a couple of people grumbling about traffic and road closures. Really, everyone is really excited and positive here. It should be a good day. I spoke with some individuals who say they are concerned about the public transportation around London on Coronation Day. There are expected to be public transportation closures, so many have decided to watch it on television and stay home. And what else are people planning to do to celebrate on the day of Coronation? Well, Jay, there is a lot going on for the Coronation. I talked to a group of college girls who have reservations at a pub. They said that they wanted to watch it with their friends. I spoke with a family of four who are going to go to the procession to try to see the new king. The parents wanted their kids to witness this historic event. Many locals are going to stay home and watch it at home so they don't miss a thing. London is getting ready for that big day on May 6. Reporting from London, I'm Liam Dalborn with WFUV News. And in New York, I'm Jay Doherty with WFUV News. That was WFUV's Jay Doherty talking to correspondent Liam Dalborn about the upcoming coronation of Charles III. And that's our show for today. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.